Here we are again. Um, welcome back to talking talking about coaching. Uh, I'm here with Yannick and Nikki. So Hello. today, hey. So today we're going to talk about. Today we got a really interesting question: How to end a coaching engagement? What What is you know? Do you have an exit protocol? Mm. I think this is this is a really interesting question, and especially in in business coaching, I get this question this question a lot. And it often comes more from a perspective of like, what do I do here? Do I ask for a referral? Do I, how do I potentially re-engage the client? And, and I think we can look at this from a few different angles here. One of, one of, one of them is, I think, maybe just really, um, yeah, if it's, if it's a three-month engagement or six sessions, how do we end it if it's actually going to end? And then also maybe looking at, at like, well, what, what's that possible? Is there a possibility of continuing? Mm-hmm. right is there more to this relationship so yeah let's up, let's open up the floor yeah cool big big question potentially right and there's i don't again there isn't really a right or wrong i think over time everybody develops a bit of a process but i'd love to throw some things out there that i found coaches have asked themselves or have started doing some of the things that i've done um, most recently, somebody said that they share, like they use a, a questionnaire to monitor progress and they give that to the client um, uh, before they start or after the, the chemistry session before they, before they get to it. Uh, I also have uh, a questionnaire to monitor progress. Um, and about half of the clients, I would say, about half of my clients choose to fill that out uh, to have some numbers on where they made progress. Um, which can be a super nice thing to review uh, as a way of celebrating. And recently, um, a coach I'm supervising said they they sent that out again before the last session so that the client fills it in again and then brings the insight from that or the comparisons to the last session and that they really use the last session uh, um, to review, to celebrate where you've come from, what's shifted, what's changed, if anything, um, but also to review what is what is still open, you know, not to celebrate what we have done along the way, uh, who you, have you become along this way, um, but also what what are you going to do next, right? And this is n- indirectly, I'm in some way, I'm curious about, well, could we do more work together, right? Would it be helpful for us to have some more time together? There's been some doors that have opened, but we haven't really gone through them. You know, there's some areas of development that we have now identified over the last six months, one year, six sessions, whatever it was. So would you like, would you like to do some work on that? Because we might just be done with the agreement and what we had contracted and that's done and it's worked fantastic. Or maybe there's going to be a different coach for them that might be really helpful right now. Maybe there's a, a different approach that can help them very specifically with one of those doors that have opened. Um, my question there isn't necessarily, do you want to buy more coaching from me? Or do you want to buy more coaching from one of my colleagues, even though I'm always happy to introduce people, especially if I have a good sense that that would be a fantastic person to work with, picking up on what we've just closed. Um, but my general uh, curiosity is, how are you going to be supported going forward? Right. As soon as we don't talk anymore uh, in this uh, format, um, who's in your life who can support you with the journey that you're on? Assuming that this is not finished, we're always a work in progress. You know, we're always on a journey of becoming. 
So something else is going to become. Who's in your life who can support you with that? And there might be family or friends or team members or, you know, managers, leaders, um, some, someone uh, who's in your life who you're not paying. But it could also be a mentor or a consultant or a coach. And that coach could be me or could be someone else. So that's the kind of question that I'm, that I'm asking or part of the questions that I'm asking. Like, where have you come from and how are you going to move forward? Oh, yeah, I, really interesting. Sorry, I was just fiddling with my unmute situation here. Um, I mean, that, that's just made me think a lot. Um, but one of the things that really stuck out for me when I was doing my existential coaching module was this question of endings, which came up really strongly. And it was actually the first time I really thought about it. And obviously with, with existentialism, that always kind of correlates to, mm -hmm. to our ultimate ending, ending in death. But it really, um, it just really stuck with me when the instructor kind of, you know, therefore mentioned in the context of coaching that endings can be really kind of triggering and like difficult moments for people or challenging or just bring up something unique in every person. You know, I, I think to reflect on what you were just saying, Yannick, I, I don't think there is one single way to end. I think it's always very, you know, case by case because every client maybe has a different relationship to endings. But what's for sure is, you know, that they are a powerful moment and a powerful opportunity in the context of coaching and i mean to give a little bit of, of my approach i guess you know in in the the second to last session so the the session before the last session i'll certainly always kind of make a mention of you know i'm conscious you know next week next month whatever is our last session um just to give them an opportunity to kind of think about it and think about what they really want to get out of that session and i definitely think it is beneficial to to spend a little time in the last session kind of re reflecting on the process or i don't know like you said maybe you know a questionnaire is one way of, of getting to the, the client to reflect as well but an interesting situation i had recently with the client in in that last session was kind of you know his reflection of our journey together and kind of his um kind of sharing with me that you know it's been really amazing and really helpful and that he'd actually like to continue but that um, it's been so powerful for him that so many new things have come up. It's, it's almost, it's been a lot. So when he kind of asked me like about continuing coaching, I said like, hey, actually, you know, maybe right now, based on what you've just shared with me, think about whether you want to jump into more coaching immediately or whether you need a bit of time to let all those, all those things settle because we had quite regular sessions and, you know, it was kind of, again, big existential conversations and that's a lot for people to process. I think sometimes some time is just really important. I think that was one really amazing thing that came out of that conversation. Also for me as a coach, it's like, you know, my priority here isn't necessarily making my next contract and getting more sessions with the client because it seemed quite clear that this client would really benefit from just giving himself a bit of time before coming back to coaching. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really love that because I want to pay special attention. I mean, obviously, I also have that existential lens. It's pretty inbuilt. Um, but like, I want to pay special attention to my client's relationship with the ending, right? Because we often have that in single sessions already. If a single session approaches the end, and then just as the client is leaving the room, so to speak, you know, five minutes to the end, they open this huge can of worms. I'm like, oh, okay. When you when you just mention, you know, oh, today's going to be our our the last session in this block that we've booked, right? I don't want to say this is our last session. Um, I, I still kind of want to leave the door open to that, and just with the language I've used. But it's like, hey, this is this is potentially the last time we see each other, 
you know, that often brings up some stuff that the client really wanted to talk about, but maybe was holding back on some level or another. I mean, ideally they wouldn't, uh, but it's an interesting thing that endings do to people. And so if that client does open a huge can of worms, do you have space in your calendar to take on more sessions with this client? So something to think about before you go into a last session with someone, do you actually have capacity to move more? Uh, do you actually want to continue working with this client? Is that something that would excite you? you know, is that something that's going to be valuable to them? Might there be a coach that might be more valuable to them at this point in time? So there's some questions we can ask ourselves and then pay special attention to when it becomes into the awareness of the client that this is ending. What's coming up for them? Yeah, I think this, this question is so rich. Um, you know, there, there's so much here, I think. Personally, I've noticed that the more... I, I've worked with one coach for two years, and I've noticed that the longer I work with a coach, the, the more impactful it becomes. And, you know, I, I, love the, I love the things that you guys brought up here. I think it's such an important thing is that what I notice is a lot of coaches get really uncomfortable in this, in, in this kind of, in the last session, the, the last two sessions, because they start thinking about selling, right? They get uncomfortable with the idea of selling. And I think you mentioned something brilliant, Yannick, is that we don't, we don't want to just actually ask. And yeah, it's not, it's not a wrong question, but I don't think it's really in service. They're like, oh, hey, we're coming to the end. Do you want, you know, do you want to renew? Because most of the time, people don't actually buy coaching, right? I think it's so great to just actually have a little bit of a process here. And, and that's also the process usually I share with clients. And this is something I do myself is we have a review process. And, it, you know, you could do it in a questionnaire. I like to do it within the session. And I like to also prepare these questions myself, like the answers to these questions before the session, because then I can share, um, I can share what I've seen in terms of the, the changes that I've seen, but also the, the blind spots that I see that are still there. And actually mm -hmm. just coming from, coming from a place of service, not so much on like, you know, where can I find, <laughs> you know, what, where, where can I find the, the gap in terms of like, hey, this is what we can work on if we continue. But just actually really slowing down and really looking at like what have we worked on and then what's still there. Yeah. And, and, so ask, and, and, and coming with questions, right? Like, what do you want to create? Like, you know, and then, and then we can always, um, the last thing that, that's really important for me is just actually just really slowing down and asking permission again. You know, having discussed all of this, you know, are you open to having a conversation about that? Have you, are you open to have a conversation about how we can continue? And sometimes just even giving them permission that it's okay if you're complete. Mm -hmm. Not so much that we, you know, just jumping into like, hey, look, we have worked three months together. If we do another three months, you know, we're going to take things, you know, to the next level. And again, it wouldn't be bad if that's your style. But I think what's often more powerful is actually just really slowing down here, seeking permission. Yeah. I love that you highlight asking yourself the same questions. Right? Because it's a, it's a conversation. It's not an, an exit protocol as such that you run somebody through and you guide somebody through a process. But as all coaching, I believe it's best done as part of a conversation. Right? So if I invite my client to reflect on where they started when they came in and who they were back then compared to now, 
and how, like how they might move forward. I want to ask myself as well. I want to have reflected on, well, who, how, who did I meet? Let's say six months ago, who am I sitting in front of today? And just kind of acknowledging that as well. Um, mm. It's such a lovely experience. And is there still something that has left unsaid, you know, that goes for you, my client, it also goes for me. Is there something I haven't said or asked, you know, have I, oh, I, I didn't get an opportunity. There was a few questions that are still on my mind. I'm still curious about a few things, you know, and if you share that, it might inadvertently open the door for a lot more coaching. That's not the intention that I have at this point. You know, at this point, the intention I have is to reflect on those questions and maybe put some of that on the table, uh, knowing farewell that we might not have time for these to, to really go into depth on these questions. And I might not be the right person to go into depth on these questions, you know, but I want to uh, open, open things up for my client moving forward. I don't necessarily want to close everything down. I think there is an, um, it's tempting to tie up the coaching with a neat bow around it. You know, but I'd say more often than not, coaching doesn't really end like that because it's not just something that you close and it's now done and we're complete. I don't like this question. Uh, like, are we complete? I don't think we're ever complete. You know, it might feel good to stop here, to end here, what we've done, but our clients never end. So, you know, that's, I, I find that, yeah, I find, I find that a good way of looking at it to not necessarily bring things to a close, but end this chapter. You know, the, the book's not finished, but we were ending this chapter during which we work together, um, potentially. And, you know, I wish you all the best for the next chapters where I won't be journeying with you. You know, this is how far I travel. And I love that, that yeah, feedback yeah. question, right? It's like, how did you experience this space? You know, is there something I can learn from how you've experienced coaching with me? Is there something that you could offer me so I can serve my clients better in general? You know, is there something that you particularly enjoyed, something that maybe surprised you or confused you or, you know, uh, I would really love to learn from it. And um, that can also lead into a conversation around, well, uh, am I going to ask you for a testimonial, for example? It's not like I want you to write something so I can grow my business. It's more like I would really appreciate it uh, if you wrote up a little something about your experience so that other people can be inspired to go on similar journeys, you know, to get out of their comfort zones and create something amazing or to, you know, gain more clarity, understanding that, like, you know, how passionate I am about helping people grow. Could you help me with that? You know, and usually people want to help you back in some way. And if you phrase it in that way, it's so connected to your why, to your values, to your beliefs about serving people, helping people, mm -hmm. that other people can be a part of that mission by, you know, picking up a phone and talking, talking to it about the experience or maybe writing up a few lines or however else that, that could work. So it's, it's good to have that conversation in, in person so it's value and why based rather than sending them an email after you already said goodbye and say, hey, can I ask you for a testimonial or, you know, do you know somebody who you think could do with some coaching? What you're asking is, Hey, I'm have a slot open now, you know, because I stopped working with you. Do you know somebody who might want to take that slot? You know, because I'll give you first tips. So, you know, that's a very different question. For me, it's, 
what what we've just what you've just been talking about brings up a really interesting question i guess that i've been contemplating for a while and that's you know it, it relates to the idea of does that coaching does that relationship whatever form or shape it takes after maybe the formal coaching is and it does that end and for me specifically it's the idea of kind of like aftercare like and maybe that's like more a client services thing or maybe that's more a reflection of how i see myself in a coaching role and this idea of a duty of care but like say with the said client you know i often think i'm like oh you know it's been a while now and we've left the conversation at the stage of kind of you know it would benefit them to have some time to let things settle and reflect but you know and this is a question to you guys you know what do you think is in those in a coaching relationship is it more the role of the coach eventually to like you know reach out and be like hey you know i'm just wondering how you're doing without having any kind of idea about contracting mm. but is that part of the, yeah. the coaching relationship or is it more appropriate to wait for a client to contact oh, you and again I, to put that responsibility with them I, i gotta jump in there briefly just because i uh, had a student once who was already a coach when she went on the masters uh, and she used to run what she called mot sessions in other countries there might be different words for it but it's basically the thing that you do regularly to make sure that your car is still safe Right, so people have a concept for what an MOT is and what it does. It's you do a little checkup, right? And if everything's running smoothly, then that's it, and you go home and it's done. But if anything comes up during this checkup that requires some work, you know, that would mean you have an opportunity for that person to just get the work done in most cases, unless you need a specialist. So there's so many cool parallels to coaching. And you might just reach out to people anyway, you know, at any point you can be curious about, I wonder how that client of mine is doing that I worked with until six months ago, until a year ago, and just be curious, hey, what, what's been happening? But in that last session, you might also say, hey, every six months or so, I, I, I get curious about what's going on for my clients. Um, you know, I might offer you at MOT sessions, you know, I, I do these sessions going forward. You know, maybe you offer something, you offer programs, but then You might offer people um, on a, I don't know, yearly retainer, they have two sessions. You know, you might have a six months follow up, half price check in. Or you might say, hey, should we put something in the calendar? You, I always put a, a six months follow up in the calendar, just a, I don't know, 30 minute digital coffee. Would you be up for that sort of thing? So there's lots of different ways of how you can do that and you can contract it or not. You know, but it's it's interesting. There's so many different interesting versions of following up. Some genuinely being curious, and others just because it's a system that works and often gets you more business from existing clients who already know you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really like the idea of MOT sessions, and something that I learned from Rich Litvin has worked really well in, in my business. Um, so anyone. When, Anyone that finishes me, I give them usually like a 90-minute session and they can use it whenever they want. That's and, cool. and again, that's, that's a little bit, it, it kind of relates to that MOT session, but they, get, they go away and they can use it three months from now, six months from now, 12 months from now. They, there's, no, there's no time limit. And from what I've noticed is that when people come back, it opens up the relationship again. Mm -hmm. And, and my, my, my promise is usually to them that in that session, we only focus on coaching. And at the end of that, you know, sometimes I might ask them, you know, would you like to have another conversation? And again, it just opens up the relationship again. 
right. yeah that is so clever right to because they would probably have a free consultation with someone a year down the line anyway so whether you call that a free consultation or you give you gift them a session that they can use whenever they want sounds so much nicer when essentially it's the same thing no? yeah it is it is and i think i think through service we can always get back into the relationship and mm -hmm. i think service is really the the best way to um, well not the best way it's, it's there's so many different ways to do it mm -hmm. but service is a it's a good way to you know re-engage relationships and and continue serving and often that gets back into a paid relationship yeah cool um Nikki, I think you're you're almost out of time and uh, potentially, <laughs> yeah. You're in a special environment today. I'm <laughs> because... just kind of looking around, seeing if there's still other people. I mean, for now, there's still. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we close this down then. Yeah. Go on. Sivash, any concluding thoughts from you? You opened this up. Um. Well, I I think um, I think we had a good discussion about this. I would love to hear from people that are listening in. Um, yeah, well, what do you what do you do to end a coaching agreement? Do you end it? Do you keep them hostage? Um, would love to hear what, what you do. Um, you know, I've had a lot of coach. I have had a lot of clients that are that have stayed with us for years. I've worked with coaches for for a long time, and and again, I think it's it's not um, it's not good or bad. I think when you when you really approach it from a place of service, you know, there's so much possible. Mm -hmm. so um yeah thank you for this discussion i think it's really great cool well let's leave it here then thanks so much guys cool okay i think i'm gonna stop the facebook live for now um i think we're gonna do another another question yet the one about getting the ego out of the way uh, but also i'm appreciative nikki might have to drop out at some point um so i'm just gonna uh, give give our facebook community a wave and uh, we might be recording another special one, uh, but you're going to have to go back to, uh, to our um, podcast platforms or YouTube channel, uh, which we'd love you to support either way, by the way. So uh, thank you for being with us. Bye. Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach. Just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you, so if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, we're not doing this for profit, so we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review, or even support us on Patreon. Um, that would be amazing. And lastly, you can find us across all major platforms, so uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, and that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.